Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 207. I am here with EJ Reed on our new time, 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights. Already clusterfucks and whatnot. My AirPods just decided to like turn off in the middle of uh <laughs> in the middle of the intro. <laughs> and it was Tragic. connecting to everything but my AirPods. But this is our new time here on Boot to the Face, uh Tuesday nights. Had to move the show. Um we talked about last episode, you know, the schedule and everything with me and Marty being three hours away was, uh, we just couldn't work it out in order to move it. And I had to, I had to move the showtime basically. Uh, so we got EJ Reed here. We're going to be talking some pro wrestling, some football admirers in the chat, talking shit, saying Marty looks a little different. I like that episode of uh, fresh, fresh Prince. <laughs> when when they just changed Aunt Viv, <laughs> <laughs> Marty got a little bit of a tan, huh? <laughs> Didn't tell anybody. Um, but EJ, introduce yourself to the to the viewers and uh, how long you've been watching wrestling, your favorites and shit, whatever you think they ought to know about you in a couple minutes. So this is a little bit of a rehash. I've, I've been a guest uh, co host on the show before. EJ Reed, based out of. Uh, Jefferson City, Missouri, originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Go Gamecocks. Um, been a wrestling fan what, since like 97, 98. I was a WCW fan originally. And then like once I moved to Columbia, South Carolina, they were like, WCW sucks, man. We all about WWF and became an Attitude Era fan. Um, 2006, like right when I graduated high school, I took a break, you know, because chasing tail and whatnot. Then uh, after law school, man, I got bored. Oh, actually, a friend invited me to a WrestleMania party. That's when I kind of got the itch to watch wrestling again. And then, like, maybe, like, six months after that, I finally, like, slowly started dipping my toes in it and then got hooked again. So then watching it again for, like, about, what, six years, going on seven years now? What WrestleMania so, was it? Uh, <laughs> this is your favorite WrestleMania, Triple H going over Sting. 31, oh, shit. I, I was... I would fucking quit watching if I was you, man. <laughs> hey, that, that WrestleMania low key hit. Besides, WrestleMania that, was good, but that that fucking match right there would have made me say fuck wrestling. Yeah, definitely not the right result. But yeah, been tapped in ever since then. So EJ, you've been a, a listener, boot to the face. You did say you were on boot to the face. You were on. Uh, didn't we have like a? Was it just me and you when you were on? I thought we had like a big show with like a, a couple people nah. on here, like a pay-per-view preview. Nah, it was just me and you. Marty couldn't make it that week. Hmm. Oh, you know what? You did a pay-per-view preview with us and uh, uh <laughs> these cocksuckers. I gotta get that thread pulled up. What they say. Sorry, I'm uh I'm in I'm in Discord too, and FFP just posted that they're going live in the Boot to the Face Discord. Like, I guess they just—I <laughs> guess they didn't know that they're fucking counter programming. I should—I'm gonna delete that shit. <laughs> You—you're more than welcome to fucking advertise your stuff any other time, but not when uh, not when it's counter programming <laughs> my shit. There we go. Get that out of here. Anyway, um, so yeah, we got a lot going on, EJ. Wrestle Kingdom is tonight. We were talking about this before we got on the show. You're not a big New Japan watcher. I watch New Japan twice a year. Like, 
I pay attention to G1 and I watch Wrestle Kingdom. They have really good wrestlers over there, but this one's got a different feel to it because Sasha Banks might be there. They got a women's match on, you know, for the first time in 17 fucking Wrestle Kingdoms. They're actually letting women wrestle, which, you know, me and Marty kind of got into it about a couple weeks ago. So I'm excited about that. Kyrie Sane's over there defending the title. Um, Will Ospreay and Omega, like, I don't know if you saw the clip of Osprey getting in Omega's face at the press conference, uh, but uh, uh-uh. what happened with that? Uh, well, he called him a cunt first of all, a bunch. But you know, how, <laughs> you, you know how dudes from Britain talk like cunts, just like motherfucker over there to them. But he was telling them like, you know, you're, you're a big star and you're coming over here, and I've been I've been wrestling in front of fans that can't even fucking clap for three years, <laughs> and now <laughs> and now you come over here and tonight's of they're letting uh they're letting the fans cheer again for the first time tonight over in Japan. It, it, I'm not gonna lie, it was weird watching those matches and people just fucking sitting there with all that shit that's happening. It's like there's no react. It's like a fucking Sunday night heat show. But jumped in his face, told him he's gonna beat his ass. Um, I'm excited about that match. I've been I've been a big Osprey fan for a while now, so I, I'm glad to see. It sucks he finally got the title and ended up hurting his fucking neck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Osprey as well. I actually saw him wrestle in the United States of all places when he did his little AEW run. They were in what, Kansas City or St. Louis, one of those fucking cities. Him versus Dax. Oh wow, that shit slap. But bet yeah, it I'm did. A... oh, but yeah, I was. I'm excited for that match, of course. You know, uh, but you mentioned Sasha earlier. Is she actually wrestling on the card? No, no, what she's doing? She's just supposed to be there. Like uh, right now, she's not wrestling. Um, but she's supposed to be there. Like it, it was announced that she's gonna be there. And apparently, she's making more money than Jericho made when he came there. So, I don't think it's just gonna be like a little ten second thing. Like, I don't know if she signed. You know, one thing about her, she's always posted and and said she was a big fan of Japanese wrestling and wanting to wrestle in Japan. It wouldn't shock me if she just moved over there for like six months and wrestled. Think so? Why not? I don't know. I feel like she got too many uh, uh, pots cooking over here in the United States for like the Mandalorian and all that. I think she would mess her bag up if she went over there for six months. That's a pretty lengthy period of time. Not if they're paying her. <laughs> Ain't no bag being messed up. They paying her good money for it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Japan's finally on the. I shouldn't say Japan because they got all those women's wrestling organizations over there, but New Japan itself is finally on on the board of bringing women in, so maybe they're going to have her fucking spearhead their women's division now. That'd be dope. But on a scale of 1 to 10, real talk now, how excited are you for her appearance? I'm really excited. So I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. If we're being honest, man, I, my excitement level is probably like a four because I don't know what the fuck she's doing. It could be anything. I'm just excited to see her again. Like, it's been since, what, fucking May of last year? Hadn't seen her on TV at all? Like, and she's one of, you know, I've been on record saying I think she's the best in-ring women's wrestler. I can't say in the world because I don't watch fucking every women's wrestling division all around the country, but... Every woman's wrestler I've seen, I think in ring, she's the best one going. She's got the most star power, and it includes Becky. Ronda's a different 
beast and animal, but she's not good in the ring. But as far as star power goes, Sasha's got all she's she's top three in everything you could want in a women's wrestler. Except for maybe on the microphone, and that's that's, say, that's debatable. About to say promo, yeah, she's not bad, but she can work on that. But the tie-in, uh, maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but you think this is a one-off, or you think she's free to, you know, work in the U.S. as well? As we went live, she tweeted out, or I just saw a Twitter from Bleacher Report, a tweet from her that said "thank you," and she tagged WWE in it. Is that a fucking thank you for letting me come over here and wrestle even though I still work for y'all? Is that a thank you for making me famous as hell and letting me do WrestleMania stuff? Like, it could go either way, but all signs are pointing that she's done with WWE. At least for now. She's done a good fucking job of keeping us guessing, I'll tell you that. She's got a good PR person. Shit, her. All she does is fucking walk red carpets and sell that fucking CBD oil she's got. And go to fucking uh, music concerts and festivals. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm excited to see her, if if she is gone, to see her work with other women that she hasn't worked with. Like her and Jamie Hayter. How fucking good of a match would that be with Jamie Hayter being a fucking powerhouse and Sasha like running from her the whole time? Her and uh, Hikaru Shida would love to see her wrestle her. Her and fucking, I've already seen her with Kyrie Sane. Um, I don't think she ever wrestled Tony Storm when they were there. Her and Jade, we, you know, we want to know who's going to take the title off of Jade if she goes to AEW. There you go. You could get Sasha to do it, you know. Kira Hogan wasn't able to do it, so get the better version of Kira Hogan. Now, you, you just brought it up. You think uh, Sasha's going to be this mystery apartment for. Soraya, was it next week? Yeah, I do. I think this is like the worst kept secret. This is a a more shitty kept secret than CM Punk coming. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, but <laughs> it's going to be a big letdown if like, wait, uh, let me think, if somebody else walks out like. <laughs> like, like Ruby, uh, so- Ruby Soho yeah, like, walks <laughs> out, you know, like. Like, yeah, exactly. But it's got to be Sasha or people going to shit on Tony Khan. I feel like if they don't have it as her, like, they would have to get somebody huge and that's not affiliated with AEW. And I don't know who that could be. But if it's not her and it's just somebody that's on their roster, like, they're going to get booed out of the building. Oh, for sure. I, I can see people now, like, chanting her name as fucking Soraya standing in the ring and, like, they're waiting on the music to hit, you know. They're, they're chanting. They say her name is Moni Banks now or Monet Banks. They're chanting that shit. And then, you know, here comes fucking, I don't know, name anybody off the wind. Here comes fucking Tony Storm. Like, she's been involved in the storyline the whole time. They're going to boot the shit out of her. Or here comes uh, Anna Jay or somebody like that. Like, it ain't going to make any sense. They have to. If they're not going to have it, then they should announce who it is if it's not going to be her. Now, you bring in Sasha Banks, that brings your women's level to a whole, your women's division to a whole nother level. But do you think that kind of takes a shine off uh, these uh, homegrown products that they've done, taking all this time building up, like a Jamie Hayter, a Sheeta, a Tony, well, not Tony Stone, not homegrown, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, not really. I mean, I feel like 
when you have a, a a star like that that's available to you, like you gotta put everybody else's feelings aside. Like there's no room for hurt feelings, right? Like the more money she brings in, the more money you all make. So they can be jealous about their spot and all that shit. Get over like she is. You you take the belt off Hater and give it to Sasha or No, no, not it? right off the bat. Um honestly I I I'd have Sasha go after Jade. To me, all out Sasha Banks and Jade Cargill. That's what I so do. You, so you give Sasha the mid card title. Is it a mid card title if the best wrestler in the division has it? I mean, I get your point, but still a TV title. I also feel like the the TBS championship has been like more heralded than the women's title has like the past year. Ever since Thunder Rosa won it, like it's just been. People have been getting injured. Interim champions. Tony Storm wasn't the real champion. Then she was after she lost. Like it's just now getting its legs back. Meanwhile, Jade's had it for Jade's had the TBS title. And she's what forty seven and oh now. Like I feel like that title's been treated a little bit better than the world title has. But I do see your point that it's the mid card title. But I mean, the bigger star has that championship. And the biggest star would be going after it. So, yeah, I I think that's where the money would be. I definitely think Sasha would elevate Jay to another level because I think Jay is only as good as her dance partner. Yeah. She's definitely not good enough to carry anybody yet. But she's she's had a couple of really good matches, and it just so happens that, like, those have been with really good people. Um, even Sasha and Athena with her little attitude changed lately like I'm this is the first time I've ever been interested in her ever yeah I'm not, I wasn't a big Amber Moon fan she had a dope finisher that's about it but yeah I, I'm for it that were to happen and again if 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 this is a big if her going to AEW like I don't see her signing long term with anybody anytime soon it would make sense to me like, like the whole you know, Matt Cardona, the way he did things when he got released, like everybody thought he was going to AEW, worked a couple of dates, went to NWA, worked a couple of dates, went to fucking GCW, worked a couple of dates. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a wrestling mercenary when you're named that big because people are going to pay you a shitload of money to come to their event. Yeah, I'm about to say uh, the logistics behind her signing long term to AEW didn't really make sense to me either. I mean, I know Tony Khan's got money, but is he have Sasha Banks money? I heard the, this is a dirt sheet rumor I saw on Twitter that uh, they didn't want to pay Sasha, Charlotte, or Becky money. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I saw too. But I, I mean, you don't know how true all that type of shit is. So I try to I try to ignore all that because, like, take example last night. You know, on social media, and all you see is. Big return tonight on Monday Night Raw. This is happening. You got to watch out. It might be Edge. It might be Cody. It might. Be, then nobody comes back, and everybody says the show sucked. Did the show suck, or you just didn't get what you thought you were going to get? So I try to stay away from all that, but if they didn't, I don't know. What is Sasha? What is Becky and Charlotte money? Because I remember reading a couple of years ago, like, Becky wasn't even getting paid, like, what? the top 10 men were getting paid when she was the man the first time. And it was like, okay. I mean, I'm sure she's renegotiated since then, but who who even knows what that money is. Also, I, I feel like WWE just didn't,
capitalize on how good Sasha was. They always wanted Becky or Charlotte or Ronda or even Bailey. Like she was always in the background when I thought she should have been she should have been the woman, at least for a year or two. I don't think she ever was. They gave her those short ass title reigns. Yeah. I think I kinda I think I kinda know why, but that's a topic for a different show. Well, I I would have thought that too, but you got Bianca who's had damn near a year long title reign and then she had a six month title reign the first time. And her and True. Sasha were, you know, they main event at night one of WrestleMania in a really good match and program. I don't know. I, I think there was and then it just seems like she was always starting and stopping. Like she'd always disappear off T V or go home or do whatever. So I, I just don't think they capitalized on her. I think you know how it is. You got a football player on a football team. He's really good, first round draft pick, but for whatever reason it ain't working out. Signs with another team. Now he's all pro. Like if it, it fucking happens all the time in sports or anything else. She might have just needed a change of scenery. Maybe it just wasn't working out for her there. Who knows? How much of you you think is some of her own fault though? I think it's about fifty fifty. But I also mm-hmm. I, I, I do feel like, you know, if you uh watch the the Stone Cold interview with her, I think it's fifty fifty, but I think her fifty is justified. Like She's, she knows how good she is. She feels like she should be used better. She knows what her worth is monetarily. You can't get mad at somebody for saying, fuck that, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm, I need this amount of money because I'm worth this amount of money. But I do think, I think, I think some of it's her fault too, a little ego, which I feel like you got to have in that business. Ultimately, I ain't mad at her though. Get her, she needs to get the bag. We all do. <laughs> hey, facts. I, I wish I could do a fucking meteora that people could hate on, and then I still get paid a shitload of money for it. But I can't. I can drive a truck though. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take uh let's take a break. Let's reset. When we come back, we'll uh we're gonna talk a little Wrestle Kingdom. I wanna I wanna make some predictions for like the top four or five matches on who we think are gonna win, and then we got some uh. WWE and AEW to talk about when we come back here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 207. Chris Rucker and EJ Reed here talking the sport of professional wrestling. Before we get to uh, Wrestle Kingdom, EJ, you said you had a couple things you wanted to bring up. I'm going to put you on the spot and and throw it out there to you. Uh, no, I was just going to run down just random stuff over the holidays that happened with wrestling. Uh, nothing specific. We could get into Wrestle Kingdom first. Well, no, it's because uh, I got to pull up Wrestle Kingdom. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's get into your random shit you wanted to talk about that happened over the holidays. Um, So, uh, John Cena versus uh, the Bloodline and KO. What you think? So, I really wanted... I really wanted them to beat the shit out of Sammy for losing. Roman ain't lost a match in two years. And technically, he lost on fucking Friday because Sammy Zayn lost. Um, I think Sammy's going to have hell to pay for that. I, You know, I was never the biggest Cena fan. I was always hot and cold with him. But I think he's to the point now when he shows up, it's like, oh, fuck. I'm from, a little dorky-ass John Cena. It's cool, though, to have John Cena back, right? Like, as nerdy and as corny as he is, it's like, I don't know if you've ever been in a building when John Cena's been there. Like, dude, like, gets a fucking reaction that's a lot of people don't get anymore. So, it's always cool to see John Cena. Plus, he follows us on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, he ain't gonna talk shit, talk shit about the GOAT John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> unlike unlike that asshole Shawn Michaels who blocked us on Twitter. Dude, fucking Shawn Man. Michaels an asshole. I'm a big HBK fan, so... Oh, fuck Shawn Michaels. <laughs> it's going to be no HBK slander on my part. I'll let Ruckle handle it. Ruckle I'll, handle I'll do it for both of them. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, piece but I, th- shit. I thought the match was cool. I thought that they were going to further, uh, like, a WrestleMania storyline for Cena. He just came off and basically just did, like, a house show match. Basically, right? And he was he's just so goofy. Like, his facial like- expressions are goofy. His mannerisms are goofy. It's just like, but yeah, good, good for KO. At least he finally got a fucking win because he took an L again last night. He did take an L. I feel like he's always hot and cold as far as like them pushing him. Yeah, KO's one of those guys that uh, doesn't really need a title. People say this all the time. He doesn't need the title. I think KO's one of those guys that doesn't need it. I mean, he fucking wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's got John Cena as a tag team partner, and he's had matches with Roman Reigns. Like, he may not be the champion, but they put a lot of fucking trust in that dude. Yeah, fair enough. One more thing about it, though. As much as money John Cena got, what's, what's going on on the back of his head, man? They got my guy looking crazy out there. He's just getting old, EJ. You you go bald <laughs> when you get old. That's his fault. That, that he knew was man look. Man, looking crazy out there, man. You get the fucking hair plugs, man. He's a movie star. What do you mean they got him looking crazy? He's a grown man. He chose that fucking hairstyle. They could have sprayed something on the back of him <laughs> before he went out there. <laughs> Maybe they didn't know. They didn't see till the fucking bright lights hit it. It was covered up till he started moving around. Got a little sweat going, a little lathered up. Next thing you know, that fucking ball spot grows and grows. It happened to Sting when he was at Man versus fucking Triple H. <laughs> But Sting's like fucking 55. John Cena's like 40-something. He he might as well just come on home, man. Just get the clippers to that. Shave it all off, man. I don't think Cena's got a a head shape for being bald. But then he used to have like the little crew cut. 
crew cut. Yeah, he, he did. He did. But I don't, I don't know what that haircut is he had. I was looking at that. I thought, what the fuck is Cena doing? But this is what it is. He can still do the attitude adjustment. And he can do that. Five knuckle shuffle. Five, um, five moves of doom. <laughs> so also on SmackDown, we were talking about women wrestling. Out comes Charlotte Flair out of nowhere. Challenges Ronda to, to a title match and rolls her up. And you know what I think the biggest thing out of this is? It's not, I'm not even going to hate on Charlotte. I could. I will. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the biggest thing on this. They have. There's no way Ronda can be the female Brock Lesnar anymore. Like, that's what they wanted. They've completely ruined that. They've had Liv Morgan beat her twice. They've had Charlotte beat her twice now. But, and basically, fair and square. I can't remember if Charlotte cheated at WrestleMania or she just, like, gave her a boot to the face, by the way. She won with a boot to the face. Um, or what? But she's losing all the time now. Like, there's nothing special about Ronda anymore. And so, you know, again, we talked about rumors and shit. Rumor is she's no longer wrestling Becky at WrestleMania. And honestly, I don't, I think the luster is off of that. I think they missed the boat four or five years ago when Becky won the Rumble and challenged her. I don't think you'll ever get that that level of hype towards a women's match. And then they fucked it up by shoehorning Charlotte in there just like they did last Friday. But I'm glad that that's not happening. I'm glad Ronda's just kind of getting dominated. It sucks I got to watch Charlotte walk around with the title again and hear them robotic-ass promos. But can't be worse than what we've been listening to the last couple months with Ronda and Liv. So, I'm one of the few. I like Ronda. She brings, like, the legit aspect to the ring. I mean... She could work. She could have better work on the mic, but but I don't know. She just has that aura around her still. But like you said, I don't know where they go with her from here. Like they totally messed it up with this whole live storyline. And like I think you know what I think they need to do. I think they need to do another superstar shakeup. Like the SmackDown Women's Division is kind of like lopsided toward Raw. They need to do another shakeup. And then yeah. maybe you could do something with Ronda. But yeah, right now, what do you do with her? Yeah, have her go to Raw and fucking challenge Bianca. See, that might work. That might work. And as far as Charlotte goes, I really, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, she, she doesn't work as a face. So what are they doing with her there? And we see the same old shit when she's a a heel. What is this? Her fifteenth reign? Like I'm over it. She's great in the ring. I'm just ah, is she though? not? not is she I'm just not a Charlotte friend. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm, she's I'm, good. She's good uh, in the ring. Come on, man. I, you know, I, I, I can, I can. I've seen plenty of matches where Charlotte, Charlotte gets credit from certain radio stations on satellite radio, saying that oh, that wasn't her fault. That wasn't. Her. It's never her fault. It's like Dak throwing an interception. You know, we got to debate whose fault it is every fucking time. Eventually. <laughs> It's the person's fault that's got the ball in their hand every time. Charlotte's always got the ball, and she throws a lot of interceptions when it comes to wrestling. That's that's my analogy on it. I just I don't think the moonsault's not good. You know, the, there's so many times in a Charlotte match where it's like she's sandbagging people. Like when Becky was the man and they would fight, she would not sell for her at all. Like they do them little fights leading up to the WrestleMania stuff. And I feel like Charlotte was just like no selling the shit out of it. I feel like she gets upstage 
and gets in her feelings and then tries to like go into business for herself. That's just my opinion. That's what I see. And that's why I don't like her. Uh, Joey Stillman in the chat says Rhonda's done. They need to get their money worth. They need to get their money's worth getting her to lose to Rhea or Bianca on the way out. That's my thing, though. She's already lost to Liv Morgan. What does it matter if fucking Rhea or Bianca beat her? And she's lost twice to Charlotte. She lost to Becky. Hadn't she lost in, like, tag team matches to Shotzi or some shit like that? I can't remember. That sounds about right, though. Yeah. If we can't remember her losses, because she's having so many of them, <laughs> there's your problem right there. To me, she's just a she's just another wrestler now. She's not special. You said you liked her. I liked her the first run. I thought Ronda was dope the first run, especially when she turned heel. When the whole Becky thing happened and she, they just took the reins off of her and she started beating the dog shit out of people instead of trying to be nice to everybody. I thought that was great. This time, she I just feel like she's going through the motions. I still like her, but I think the women's title was kind of an anchor. It's kind, it kind of already fucked up. They should have kept her as like a special attraction. I would have put uh, Heyman with her. Yeah. Heyman used to, Heyman used to uh, manage multiple wrestlers at one point. Yeah, I like I said, the only thing I could see happening with her right now that would interest me is if you said the superstar shakeup happened, she went to Raw and challenged Bianca. I think they could have a really good match. I really do. I think Bianca have a match with anybody, honestly. But I think they accept Alexa Bliss because that match was trash last night. I, I feel like um, Bianca versus Ronda would be a really good dichotomy of skill sets. And it'd be fun to watch, especially if Bianca won. <laughs> well, you could even uh, like elevate the tag team titles. Have her and uh, Shayna run roughshod on, the, on that division. Try to elevate those belts. I mean, but then who's going to take it off of them? Exactly. Believably, who are you gonna you gonna team up, leave Morgan, live Morgan and Carmella, and they're gonna beat them. You don't have anybody. You don't have any two women that can match up with Ronda and Shayna in the ring. It'd be a good little dominant title run, but after a while, like it's like, how do we get the titles off of them? They literally have to just split up and beat the shit out of each other and <laughs> and forfeit the titles. You can get creative. Somebody cheating or something, you eventually get up. But it's the one thing WWE the- can't do though: is get creative. You do have a point. Um, so that, as far as WWE goes, Monday Night Raw last night, Seth Rollins loses in a really good match to Austin Theory. What do you think about Theory, EJ? Oh, that's that was definitely a talking point. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not a Theory fan. I just don't get it. Uh, kid is awesome in the ring. But like he's so robotic when he does his promos, like it's like he's reading off a script. Like I just don't see that it factor. Like to be a great wrestler, at my point, you got to be able to get over as a heel, and you got to be able to eventually like win the fans over organically and make that face turn. Like I just don't, I don't see it in the cards for the kid right now. I'm like I'm I'm up and down on him. I'll be like I'm like you. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then like last night. That whole match with him and Rollins, I was like, this dude's going to be a fucking star. As soon as he turns babyface, like, with the moveset he got, he has, and then he's got he's got a really good personality. I don't know if you watched him in NXT or not. Like, he's got a good personality when they let him. I just feel like people come to the main roster and they don't, they don't get to be 
entertaining, even though it that's supposed to be where the entertainment is. But I also feel like if he's too entertaining in WWE, their history is that's all you're gonna do. Like look at Chad Gable. They're like, oh, you you can make people laugh. No more titles for you. <laughs> yeah, you can go out there and wrestle every now and then, but you got to shoosh three times a night now. But as far as theory, like, I'm I'm hot and cold on him, man. I I do think he's gonna be a star though, and I don't think putting him in a main event against somebody like Seth Rollins and having him win is a bad idea. Um, he hasn't had a bad match that I know of since he's been on the roster, especially since they pushed him to the main event stuff. I don't like him. I hated him winning Money in the Bank, but that debacle. Yeah, I can't. I can't say he's had a bad match. Uh, like way... I said, the kid is money in the ring, but I, I'm not connected with him on the mic. It sounds robotic and like, like you used to talk about NXT. I remember the stuff he was doing with the way that was more comedy stuff though. Like, can yeah. you see him? Can you see him transitioning into like a a badass like face that people get behind though? Like, well, he's kind of turned in into a, he's kind of turned into a badass heel since the Money in the Bank thing. Like he's he's got more aggressive, which I like. Um. I just like you said when he when he starts talking, I don't know, just something about his face I can't take serious. He's like, and hey, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that, this and that, and this like, be more natural, dude. Uh, <laughs> we got we got to before we get to Wrestle Kingdom, we got to talk about. I don't know if he's your boy, but definitely my boy, the 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 goat of the Mysterio family, my boy Dominic. <laughs> That's my <laughs> Dom is my guy. Yo, did they put a teardrop <laughs> on this motherfucker's face? Did he went to jail? Uh, that, had, that had me rolling. <laughs> oh, they, they're trolling. They're trolling all the marks out there who hate on Dom, and I like it. I'm Man. all about. This is the only reason why I like the uh, Judgment Day. Right. Like I could give a fuck about what Finn and Damian Priest do. I feel like they're the helping hands in the group. I feel it's all about Rhea, and it's all about Dom. Man. And and Dominic and Rhea, their whole dynamic is just, it's nothing but fucking trolling one-on-one. Like, fucking jealous internet losers are wanting Rhea to dominate them. And there you go, you got Dominic. And he's just like, sorry. Every time something happens, mommy, don't let him take me to jail. <laughs> yeah, those little thirsty neck bears out there. But, Man. yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> he said, mommy, yeah, he's in the back of the cop car. I can't a dude like me can't survive in jail. That shit was hilarious. What did he say last night? Like uh, since I went to prison, I've been hardened up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I have a I have a semi hot take. Yesterday's raw is probably the best raw that I can remember under Triple H's thumb. It was a co- nice cohesive episode. Everything ran in together. They started off with the bloodline. They uh relay that into having matches for all of the bloodline. They didn't really have any filler. Like what well, they had uh what's his name? Loomis versus Yeah. Uh, Loomis and Chad I, Gable. I, I, didn't, I didn't even mind that match really though. You said you didn't like the women's match though. I, I didn't think it was that bad. The, the I'm just Bianca. not a fan. I just I'm just not a fan of Alexa Bliss in the ring. Like I she put it back in the tag team with fucking Nikki Cross and I, I can I can believe it. But I can't sit there and look at Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair and her grabbing Bianca Belair by the neck and like bending her over. You know what I mean? Like you're four foot eleven. Yeah, you know? that's not credible. 
Um, or like when she was wrestling Charlotte or people like, I could believe her wrestling Becky cause Becky's a little smaller when you put her against powerhouses like Bianca and Rhea and all that, like it's just, and her offense, she tries to be a, a badass with her offense and she's not like, she's a little, like she used to be a fairy in NXT. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason why I'm just, I'm you know, just not a fan of know, her, her. You know what that reminds me of? Of it was like last week at AEW when, uh. What was it? It was Hook. No, it was uh, yeah, it was Hook. Somebody was wrestling a match, and then either Hook or Jungle Boy came down to shoe off seven foot tall, uh, big cast. And, yeah, and and leave like this dude with uh Jungle Boy weighs one hundred and fifty pounds soaking wet. Like this don't make no sense. So I, well, I, I the point. I will I say this though about, about that. Was. At least fucking. Big Cass fought him off, though. Like, he had both of them by the throat, and he had to get hit with a fucking two-by-four or something like that, if I remember right. Didn't I they... think we're talking about two different times. I think that may have happened the week after that. It was, like, the initial week where they were, like, beating down Jungle Boy or something, and then Hook came down, and, and they, like, fled. Oh, Come yeah. Come on, man. Well, Come on, man. Yeah. That's, so I got I kind of get the point you're talking about Alexa Bliss. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Bianca. Yeah, Alexa yeah, I, Bliss getting the offense on Bianca. I don't know. I just, I just wasn't a fan of the match. And then they got the little uh, scary movie three spot where she's like holding her all. You know what I mean? Like she's got Alexa Bliss by the fucking forehead while she's swinging at her, and then hits her with a fucking uppercut. Like, okay. I I think I looked down on my phone at that part. That's hilarious though. That they <laughs> you didn't see that? There's actually a gif of uh, somebody put it together. They did the scary movie three when the chick comes out the TV. And old girl grabs her by the forehead and she's trying to get to her and she uppercuts her and like knocks her up. Alexa and Bianca did it exactly at the same time that they did it. Like it was the exact same spot. Apparently they were paying homage to that move for, to that movie for some reason. Which you should always do in a fucking title match on Monday Night Raw, right? Like mm-hmm. that makes all the sense in the fucking world. <laughs> I I kind of like the non-clean finish though, to be honest. I, feel I like don't because it... they're just going to keep going with it. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather that than like, like fifty-fifty booking if it makes sense for the storyline. You know, I, I was sitting here thinking. You brought up something earlier when we were talking about Sasha, about her title reigns. Bianca's had a long title reign, but it's it hadn't been memorable, memorable at all. I don't think her first one was either. I think she's played the background to a lot of people since she's been the champion, and I'm just not. I'm kind of ready for somebody else to have the belt. I love and I love Bianca, but. I'm just not a fan of this title reign. So, like I've said before, maybe not on this show, babyface long title reigns don't work. It's all about the chase. When's the last time you've uh, had a memorable babyface long title run that you could think of that was just excellent? I mean, Becky's was pretty good. Once she got past Lacey Evans. I feel like Becky's like the anti-hero. Like she's yeah. between her, they were try, she was try, they were trying to make her a heel, but I mean, baby faces don't get over. long title runs. You're right about that. Like heels get them because they cheat so long, and exactly. you just build that anticipation up. You know, Hogan had the title all the fucking time, but his title reigns are fucking trash because Hogan's Fuck trash. But um, yeah. yeah, I think I, I I can't remember long. Joey says Becky's wasn't that good. I, I like Becky's after she got done with Lacey Evans. I thought her match at SummerSlam with Natty the first time was really good. I thought she had good matches with um 
who was it she was having good matches with? She had good matches with Bailey. They had that little beef with Shayna Baszler through Think about how far Shayna's fallen, you know? She beat Becky and Bailey some Survivor Series and now she's Ronda's lackey. Um Royal Rumble, she did well at that one. She beat Shayna again at WrestleMania. But then like COVID happened and all that shit. I think in between Lacey Evans and COVID, Becky had a good title run and then it kind of it got overlapped by some other shit. Yeah, that's one of a lot of other baby faces that did not have really good title runs. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I don't know. I just feel, I don't think it's so much the match quality, though. I think with Bianca, they're just not, like, doing her any favors, you know? Like, I feel like, um, what was it? It was a program with, like, Becky and Bailey and all her cronies. Like, they had a little thing going, and it felt like Bianca was on the back burner the whole time. Like, she was just out there. Like, there would be so many times where it would be a match, and she'd just be sitting in a chair ringside as a champion, like, not doing shit that night. And then she'll have a match with Alexa Bliss on Monday Night Raw. Like, for what? For what? What the fuck is Alexa Bliss going to do to Bianca Belair? Nothing. (laughs) Give me Bianca and Rhea. Let's fucking go. Like, they, they keep looking at each other backstage. Let's do this shit. I think another thing, though, is they don't do a good job of, like, stringing along the storyline if you're going to give a babyface a long run. Like, going back to the Attitude Era, even though I think it's overrated era because the end ring was kind of trash. But they did a good job with Stone Cold because, you know, he had to jump over all the hoops and hurdles. They even had him drop the title in the middle of the ring. Like, they could do something like that with, like, Bianca. Like, let her drop the title, get it back really quickly just to shake it up a little bit. You said Becky was an anti-hero. What the hell do you think Stone Cold was? I mean, that was a different era. That was a different era. <laughs> Wasn't no damn baby face. Motherfucker flipping off his boss and pouring beer on people and cheating, beating up all his friends all the time. Stone Cold was a fucking heel. People just liked it. Right. I guess, I guess you got a point. I mean, he, clearly he was a baby face, but, like, just the... The whole, like, aura of his makeup was a heel. But, I mean, he was a heel when people started cheering, when he was going against Bret Hart. Like, that whole thing was a heel. He never changed. They talk about that double turn. He never fought for the honor of anybody. He still cheated. <laughs> Stone Cold come out there and take that tape off his wrist and choke your motherfucking ass out with it if he needed to. He did whatever it took to win. Stone Cold wasn't no damn baby face. Man, you're blowing my mind right now. You got a point. <laughs> <laughs> He used chairs, all that shit. Like, yeah, people cheated against him, but he cheated right back. Babyface ain't supposed to do that. You're supposed to fucking abide by the law. Eye for an eye, baby. Eye for an eye. Motherfucker used to drink and drive, you know? How many beers he drink and then get on them fucking Zambonis? (laughs) DUI Austin. That's hilarious. But no, I think, like, three to six months is a good run for Babyface. Get the title off them. I don't mind like them having multiple title reigns if like you have like a little break and they have to overcome some adversity. Yeah, I, I think six months is a good is a good run for ba- like I think maybe that's why I'm tiring of Bianca because she's been the champ since WrestleMania, and the only the only two matches that I really enjoyed with her was her beating Becky at fucking WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Like to me, she hasn't really done a lot since then. That's that's had me caring about her matches. And and again, I don't think it's her fault. I think it's just the shitty booking. Like 
they haven't gave her good opponents. The the shit she did with Bailey, I didn't like any of that. Like I don't know what it is. I like Bailey, I like Bianca, but it just didn't work. I didn't like it either. But going back to the Bailey feud, like that would have been a perfect opportunity to take the belt off Bianca just to shake that storyline up and give it to Bailey. What was that a ladder match they had? It's yeah. one of those pay per views that I think they should have took the belt off of Bianca. Bianca beat the whole damn faction by herself. Exactly. Took the credibility away of uh, Damage Control. Yeah. Beat the whole faction by herself. Um, You got anything else to AEW or WWE related before we talk uh, this New Japan Wrestle Kingdom, which will be on in the States in about six hours. So if anybody's waking up to watch the Actually, I think it's like 2 a.m. I can't remember what time it comes on. I'm just hoping it'll be over with by the time I wake up for work and then I can watch it. I think it comes on midnight my time. I mean, I might stay up to see how it looks like in the intro or whatever, but I'm not yeah. staying up for that whole thing. Speaking of uh, the, the intro, AEW's got a new look. They're debuting this week. Uh, they've like rebooted everything, and they're supposed to have a new entrance. They're supposed to have a new video package coming in. Like It's AEW 2.0, basically. A new oh, era, really? as they say. Yeah, they're supposed to start this week. I like that. I mean, I feel like AEW's pretty much rebounded from the brawl out event. Um, so they're on the right track right now. You know what I think they've done a good job lately is having like secondary storylines because we know AEW hasn't been the best of cohesive storylines. But but you got the whole uh, seven match series with the Elite and uh, Death Triangle. I don't know if you've been following uh, little riff in the best friends right now. Yeah, like, yeah. So, didn't so. Orange Ca- Orange Cassidy just beat Chucky T? Didn't it? was it Chucky T or no Beretta? He just beat Trent. Beretta. It was Trent. With Kip Saban, uh, Penelope cheated for him or whatever, and now Kip Saban's getting the title shot. Yeah, they are doing a good job with with little stuff like that. My only issue is do it on the main show. I don't want to watch YouTube. I don't watch Dark. You know. I de- I barely watch Rampage to see some of the stuff that's happening. Put all the good stuff on the main show. Like make that your main priority. But talking about their entrance stuff, I hope they don't change it too much because I do like the heel in the face uh, entrance tunnels. Like I think that's it's corny, but it's cool. Like it reminds me of being a kid when WCW and TNA and all them guys would do that shit. Like the bad guy locker room is over. There. You know, like you do you ever. Rem- Remember seeing like um, WCW do these things where like you get to call in and pick who you want to fight and all the heels would be in the same locker room and all the faces would be in the same locker room. It was like it was two different fucking buildings like these motherfuckers believe in nefarious means and these motherfuckers believe in abiding by the rules. So we all have common interests, but also like make the faces fight each other every now and then like Hangman and Moxley. I'm for it. I don't remember that for WCW. That might be a little bit before my time. Yeah, you are. Young. I go back. I gotta go back on the cock and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'm for it. Like, it's, you gotta like even uh, what this is like they're going on year four. It's about time to switch it up. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for this year in wrestling. I was just actually looking at Royal Rumble tickets. Um, mm-hmm. I could fly to San Antonio and and back for like less than two hundred bucks if I get oh, it really? right now. 
and the tickets themselves to the Royal Rumble are not that expensive, you know? And I don't have to sit. We had good tickets last year from what I remember, and I, I don't remember how much we paid for them, but I thought we had good tickets. I know you waited till the end to get yours, you and Admire. Um, the tickets like, Royal Rumble the, were good. My bad. They were in like in the mid, like I think one fifty something, but they were like the lower bowl section. So yeah, we had really good seats. So it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Um, and I'm 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 leaning towards not going to WrestleMania just because the logistics and the price and everything is just like, you know, like today I was looking online again and sitting at the top like three four hundred dollars sitting at the very top of the yeah. stadium. So you know what that means? Like the Rock's gonna be there, like. Obviously, so I've never seen him wrestle in person. So it's like, is it worth that much? I don't think it is. I think that's just something that I'm gonna have to live with that I didn't get to see. Who gives a shit, right? I watch it on the cock. I saw, I saw the Rock wrestle in '99. It was dope, but I digressed. He, he was at <laughs> WrestleMania when I went to Atlanta, but he didn't do anything. He just fucking rock bottom John Cena and helped the Miz beat him. But. I've seen him yep. in person a few times, like, talking on the mic. I've just never seen him wrestle. But, I mean, he's 50-something years old now. Like, will it actually be that big of a deal to watch The Rock wrestle now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. But I'm still saving hope that I'll be able to make the WrestleMania, but I highly doubt it. You're talking about 300 for nosebleeds. Yeah. I think, uh, even though it's only four weeks away, I think Royal Rumble may be doable for me. I don't know. I it might be a last minute decision if I do do it then. But I think Royal Rumble is going to be good this year. You got fucking Triple H's first Royal Rumble. He's running. Uh, he's bringing all these people back. Who knows who from NXT is going to debut. Cody's lingering out there. The Rock is lingering out there. Brock might come back. Like This could be a really star-studded Royal Rumble. Um, it's going to be in Texas in the Alamo Dome. So that it'll be live as fuck there. Like It was fun last year in the Super, the Super Dome. What's the, what was the name of the dome we went to? Anyway, the Rams old dome in St. Louis. Um, I think Royal Rumble is going to be fun. It's one of my favorite events of the year. And it's only it's sneaking up on us, too. It's only four weeks away. So You see that they named a match for Royal Rumble. <sighs> I don't give a fuck about Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I definitely wanted to touch on that. I, you know, we could talk about it, but I just don't give a fuck about Bray Wyatt. I feel like his return has been the most long, boring, drawn out waste of fucking time. Like, he came back with so much hype, and he hasn't done shit. So, before I get into my soliloquy, I've never been a Bray Wyatt hater. I always thought he was cool, like. His entrance slaps. I thought he could have been like a good successor for the Undertaker. Like you got, I feel like Bray Wyatt is pretty polarizing. Either you like him or you don't. I'm kind of in the middle with him. But with this, with this run right here, I I couldn't give two shits. I don't get it. It's too. It's maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe it's a little bit over my head. Maybe I don't have time to decipher all of these QR codes and. I don't got time for that shit. I just want to watch <laughs> wrestling. I don't want to go through, have to do a puzzle and all this type of shit. Right. Just tell me what the fuck you're going to do. Every week he comes out, it's the same thing. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, I, 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 I don't 
I don't know how I could come out and talk to you. And I'm surprised. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> God, man, I, I don't get it. It's too long and drawn out. I, I uh, respect the slow build. Matter of fact, my whole favorite part of this is L.A. Night. Like, I was a big Eli Drake fan and even TNA. But, yeah, I don't get it. And then the Alexa Bliss tie-in. Like, ah, what, what are they doing? Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Uncle Howdy? What the fuck is that? Like, who, who I, cares? Who cares? I'm I'm, I, a, I'm like you. I don't like Bray Wyatt's, like, voice since he's been back where he's talking real soft and... And timid, like motherfucker, you were the fiend the last time we saw you. They had to light your ass on fire to beat you the last time, and now you're out here like being all timid and bashful. I'm I'm so I'm so, so glad to be back, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he's he's changed personalities more times than I think any like big major star in wrestling ever has. And I've just I've always said Bray on the mic and his 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 backstage stuff, all this shit's really good. But then he has to wrestle and it's just like, I've never been a fan of him wrestling. And I always like, every time I find myself getting into his, his personality and his gimmick, I'm like, this is just going to lead to a wrestling match. Like he's not really going to do anything to anybody. They're going to do a fucking arm and arm and hammer tie up or the fuck it's called. <laughs> so. Yeah. He, he leaves a lot to be desired in the ring. But as far as this specific storyline goes, like I'm not a stubborn person. Like if it if they turn it around and pick up the speed on it and it yeah. turns to be good, I'll admit it. But as far as what they're doing now, I'm not feeling it, my guy. It's gonna take a lot for me to be able to admit it because I just tune out when it comes on now. Like you said, it sucks for LA. I mean, it's good for LA Knight on one hand because they put him in there with Bray Wyatt and he's getting a fucking Royal Rumble match. But it also sucks that he's it, he's getting drawn into this just fucking Bray Wyatt bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. EJ, let's go ahead and uh, let's predict these couple of matches from, from Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know if you're going to know who some of these people are. We'll, we'll try to stay with the big matches. I'm on I'm, the Wrestle I'm, Kingdom, uh, the New Japan website right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you they do something that I really like. I pulled up the match card. They give you the names of the people that are wrestling, and then it tells you the record versus each other. Like, Jay White is 4-1 and one versus Okada. I would have never thought that in singles matches. Really? Yeah, that's what it says on fucking New Japan website. Um, all right, so we're going to skip the tag tie. We got Kyrie Sane, or I'm sorry, Kyrie, versus Nakano. I don't know who Nakano is. She looks like, um, I'm not going to say that. She, she looks like <laughs> she has a Twitch stream, and she like does ASMR, like with the little ears and stuff like that, but... Um, this is for the championship. This is the big one everybody's talking about because we all think that Sasha's coming back then. This is the second match of the night, too. So if Sasha comes back, it's going to be early. Yeah, give me. I don't know who the fuck the other girl is. Give me Kyrie. I feel like WWE yeah. fumbled the ball with her. She's super talented, so I'll take her. Yeah, Kyrie's the first IWGP women's champion, so I don't think she's going to lose the belt um, anytime soon. We got. Goto and Haruki taking on your boys, the 96 tag team champions in IWGP history, Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler defending the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. Good for them. They've been on a losing streak lately, though. 
I think the loser streak may continue because I think something is about to happen as far as like their contract with AEW. I think either they might go independent or back to WWE. So I think they I think they may drop the belts. I'm with you. I, I think I think the losing streak keeps going too, and I definitely think they're going back to WWE. Um the never open weight championship, Carl Anderson versus my guy Tomatonga. Singles record, Anderson is two and oh versus Tomatonga. You know, for the longest time, Gorillas of Destiny, Tomatonga and um his partner never won at Wrestle Kingdom. They were the oh, best really? tag team over there forever and they had never won at Wrestle Kingdom until a couple years ago. But this is Tama Tonga taking on Carl Anderson. I think this is clear that Tonga's going to win this one. Yeah, I think now that they WWE contracts, uh, I think uh, what's his name, Carl Anderson's going to drop the belt. What do you What do you think will be the more interesting match, the AEW guys or the WWE guy wrestling? AEW. I mean, Dax is way better than Carl Anderson. True. Tama Tonga's way better than the tag team that. Uh, FTR wrestling, but I don't know. I, you know, I take that back because you got all the Bullet Club stuff with Tama Tonga and Carl Anderson, all that history. Um, it'll be interesting, but I don't know. I just I don't I don't give a fuck about Carl Anderson. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> much what that is. Um, the Great Muda is retiring in the next couple oh. years, and news broke by uh. Friend of the show, my homeboy Seahawk, interviewed Sting, even though he shits on him all the time. He got to interview Sting for The Ringer, and Sting said he was going to be a part of The Great Muda's last match like for good, which I, I think is that. very, uh, that's a good loose end that's tied up because those two were, you know, they had a really good coming up together. But The Great Muda is teaming with Tanahashi and Umino to take on Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Um, just... It's going to be a lot of moving parts. Uh, Los, I can never say their name right. Los Ingonables Lace. I can never say their name right, ever. How they got a Hispanic name and they're j- Japanese? You know, that, that just fucks it all up right there. <laughs> no clue Great who those guys are. Win. Yeah, I mean. He just lost I, to Nakamura. He, 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 oh, yeah, he did have a match against Nakamura, didn't he? Yeah, recently. Um. Over the weekend, Nakamura, check this ending out, EJ. Nakamura saw the great Muda was about to blow the green mist in his mouth, so he kissed him. And and Nakamura, hey. and then Nakamura got the green mist and blew it in great Muda's face and pinned him. Hey, it's 2023. We're not judging over here. Hey, was, I thought that was creative. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me, give me Muda and Tanahashi. Tanahashi, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's get to the big shit. We have for the IWGP United States Championship, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Omega is 1-0 versus Ospreay. Um, if you're listening to this and, and you can find a way to watch just one match on this card, I think this is the match you need to watch. Um. It's being billed as the co-main event, the double main event. So, as it should. Yeah. Um, and if New Japan does the little like the video package leading up to it to get you into it, 
you should find you should find yourself watching it. This match is gonna be really good. And then watch the press conference after because I got a feeling Osprey's gonna drop a lot of fucking f bombs whether he wins or lose. Hey, I'm all for this match. Give me all the flippy dippy off the top <laughs> ropes, internet mark, all the shit that they like. Give me all of that for this match. I'm all for it. It's gonna get like this match is gonna get like twenty stars from Dave Meltzer. He's gonna bust a nut while watching. Man, this he's match. gonna be too. He's gonna be too busy cleaning himself up with tissues to give any kind of fucking stars. <laughs> exactly. But he's gonna yeah, get five match... eggplant emojis. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this is gonna be fire. I'm gonna watch this match definitely. I got Osprey. Osprey's got to win this one. Yeah, you can't. You can't have an AEW guy go over your guy like that. Like, give me Osprey as well. I've never liked Omega, but I think Omega's in. Uh, I know he came back months ago, and I didn't think he looked like he was in that good of shape. But he's fucking. He took that time off when they got suspended as EVPs, and he's been hitting fucking gym. Like he he looks in really good shape, and he's been moving really well. And I've enjoyed Kenny Omega matches lately. They could have something to do with who they're in the ring with, but the fucking six man matches. I, I've really liked his part of them lately. So. Take that for what it's worth. I'm still going for Osprey though. I, l- I actually like Kenny Omega's uh, title run in AEW. I still think he's a goofball though and a nerd, yeah, but yeah. he's in the ring. And then the main event, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada. Um, mm. Jay White's four and one against Okada. I feel like Okada is like. I said this a couple of years ago. Me and Marty were talking about this. I feel like Okada's like the Roman Reigns of New Japan. Like he's just always in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Like it seems like every time I watch Wrestle Kingdom, he's in the title match or the main event, one way or the other. Um, Is there any backlash about that as far as the New Japan fans? Nah, they, they don't give a fuck. They like him. You know, he's good. Unlike us over here to bitch about things that are good. And then when they say, look, we told you this was good. And like, oh, that's right. Roman is the man. Oh, it's it's because he's a heel now. Well, then it's your fucking fault. You're not supposed to like the heel, dipshit. You're supposed to like the face. You're doing everything to go against the grain. It's you know whose fault it is. Stone Cold Steve Austin's. How how you gonna blame that (laughs) on Stone Cold? (laughs) Because he was a heel and everybody cheered for him. He started this shit back in '97. (laughs) Huh? Slightly have a point on that. Jay White versus Okada. I'm taking. I'm taking Jay White. Mmm. Really? Yeah. Give me. Give me Okada. If Okada's wearing shorts, I'm taking Jay White. If Okada's got pants on, I'm taking Okada. Huh? When Okada What's wears the- shorts, he he like. It's like when the Cowboys were blue. You know, it's just oh, got no. a bad aura around it. Yeah. So if Okada's got on shorts, I'm taking Jay White. And if he's got on pants, I'm taking Okada. I feel like Jay White is a little bit underappreciated. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um here, I don't know about how they do him in Japan, but I think he I definitely think he should have been a bigger star when he was running around in AEW here and then even Impact. Like Yeah, I I agree with you there. I think Jay White's really fucking good. But I think New Japan has a, an advantage over us here where they could do these press conferences and the wrestlers get to cuss a lot more and be, like, real. Oh, we did that over here, too. Remember uh, Phil Brooks? 
Yeah, you see what happened to him. He ain't seen his ass <laughs> since. <laughs> I do like that uh, AEW took the little media scrum thing, and they do they do that, and they try to stay within character with the media. And I, I don't know if you noticed this, but WWE did that a couple pay-per-views ago. I missed it. I know they did a little shit with uh, Jake Paul and... After Survivor Logan Series. Paul, Logan Paul. Logan yeah. Paul. After yeah, Survivor did, Series. Oh, they did? I didn't even yeah. get a chance to watch that. They did a they did a press conference after Survivor Series. Triple H was there. They had your boy Byron Saxton, like, pointing to people and letting them answer questions. And they had real, like, they had members of fucking wrestling podcasts that applied for media credentials and got to go in there and ask questions. Yeah. I think it give it, like, a real sports feel, like, with the press conferences. Yeah. I'm going to have to hit up Ian and tell him to fucking uh, apply for some media credentials now that they're doing all this shit. Since I go to all these shows, they can fucking send me there on behalf of Full Press Cover. FullPressCoverage.com, by the way. Go there for all your sport wants and needs. Um, sports just not really on everybody's mind right now after the shit that happened yesterday. That was... Oh, man. That, that, was, that was rough. That was, that was scary, man. Like, yeah. I just saw like Twitter blow up. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I thought it was gonna be something where like you know, uh, he was down for a little bit, and they like you know, stretch him, put him on a stretcher. He weighs, but after like the game was suspended for 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, this must be serious. Yeah, but, I mean, the fact they had crit- to give him CPR on the field. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of somebody getting CPR in the middle of football. And then they showed the replays of like how he collapsed. He like stood up and just fell back over, lifeless. And I'm just like, oh my god, like. Honestly, I thought he died. I really did. And reports are that he did technically die and they brought him back to life. Um, but that's that's scary, man. And you got motherfuckers like Skip Bayless and all these people out here like just saying stupid shit. Just sometimes when shit happens, you don't need to say anything. Just yeah. just Skip Skip is a polarizing figure to to begin with. So you know he shouldn't even uh, tweeted that just because he know people might take it the wrong way. But I don't think what he said was bad. But knowing his his track record, he should have just shut the fuck up. And that's why though, because he knows he knew what his track record is. You know what I mean? Like he knew that it would be taken a certain way. He was just trying to use that to fucking get his name out there again, get people to call for him to get fired. Just you know, if you ain't got nothing to say, like just shut up, like. You don't have to, and it ain't just him. There's a lot of less known, lesser known people that work for ESPN and stuff. They were tweeting out stupid shit. It was just like, and a lot of just fucking nobodies too. Like uh, y'all are getting, y'all are getting, y'all are sending thoughts and prayers and donating to this guy's GoFundMe. What, what about guys in the military? The fuck's that guy doing anything right now? Yeah, what does that have to do with the price of bananas? But that's a whole topic for a different show. but as far as the, the guy's actual injury, everybody on Twitter thinks they're a doctor too. Like, just wait for, like, official personnel to come out with a statement and just wish for the best for this kid. They yeah. thought some prayers out to his family. 24 years old, had cardiac arrest in the middle of a football game. Um, and like you said, everybody's a doc. Well, I, I saw something they were saying, but he got hit in a one in a one millionth spot that you get hit. <laughs> yeah. And it stopped his heart from beating or something like that. And it was just like, how, how the fuck do y'all know that? They don't. They don't. They're just speculating because people don't have nothing better to do with their time. I mean, who knows? This kid could have a heart condition. Yeah. So just 
It happens. Give it, give it time and let like doctors do their thing and let the official report come out. Yeah. Um, EJ, you got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Um, man, I don't have anything on my end. Um, I had I had a list of the five the five wrestlers. Oh, of Let's do that real quick. I forgot all about that. I'm glad you said something. So we're gonna do a weekly power ranking. Uh, starting next week, we're going to have a, a weekly power ranking. The, the whole sport, me and Marty used to do it back in the day, and we kind of got away from it, but I did enjoy it. But what we're going to do now, because it's the first show of the year, we are going to pick five wrestlers, male, female, or tag team from wherever, that we think are going to be breakout stars in the year 2023. Um, EJ, if you want, we can start. You can go, and then I'll go, and then you can go, and then I'll go. Alright, so I don't have any particular order for these, so it's not like one through five, it's just five. So my first pick is a tag team. As long as they can stay healthy, that's a big if. I think Top Flight, I think this is their year to actually make a deep run in the tag team. Like they're super talented kids and they're in the right company to like that'll highlight their uh their skills set. It's just all about them staying healthy. These kids seem like they're made out of paper mache, but as long as they stay healthy, I could see them challenging if they claim style the title for at one of the big four pay per views. I've been waiting on them to break out for since AEW started. They just gotta stay healthy, man. They always injured. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go NXT with this one. This one is it, it ain't even like uh I'm not even going out on a limb, but I think Mellow. This is the year of Mellow. Um, Mellow don't miss, and I think I think he'll probably get pulled up to the main roster, and I can see him having some fucking bangers with Seth Rollins and Montez Ford and uh, Chad Gable and just so many people. He's Sheamus. So many people he's gonna have good matches with, uh, but I think he gets called up this year, and and I think this is. This is going to be the year people know who the hell he is that don't watch NXT. Yeah, so since you already brought him up, he's a little, he was on my list too. I got him on my list as well. I think I think uh I think it's still a little bit of juice to be squeezed with him on NXT. I'd like to see him get a run with the belt, take it off a of brown breaker, but I think he's built for the main roster right now. And one one part of his act I feel like has been kind of undersold is Trick Williams, I feel like Trick Williams is so good on the mic. Yeah. You know what I wouldn't mind seeing him? I wouldn't mind seeing Trick Williams get put in like hit rope, give that faction a little boost because right now. <laughs> well, boy, top rope dollar. <laughs> don't even get me started, man. Yeah, put Trick Williams in hit row. Let Carmelo be a solo act on the main roster, but yeah, he's got money printed all over him. He's on my yeah. list. Um, I got one half of a tag team that I've been I've been talking about this guy for a while and every time their team is on TV including last night he just adds more and more to like prove me right that everybody's picking his partner to be the breakout star but I think in 2023 D'Angelo Dawkins is going to be a fucking star I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see it, dog. 
He's got the talent. Look, okay, give me a scenario where you see him breaking out. I see fucking him turning on, on Ford. They what was up with them last night too? Ford was like, like he had the fiend fucking trancing him most of the night. Did you, did you notice that? He was like disinterested in the match most of the time. I didn't catch that. Yeah, he was just, even the commentator brought it up. They're like, he's just not focused tonight. Like he'd be standing in the corner. And I remember at one point, Jay Uso kicked Dawkins in the face, and Dawkins was standing right next to him. And he just looked at him. Like, Dawkins fell off the apron, and he just stood there looking at him. And then KO, when KO tagged him, he didn't tag his hand. Like, he came over and slapped him in the chest. Like, wake the fuck up. And then Dawkins kind of started hitting all, not Dawkins, uh, Ford started hitting all his moves and shit. But, yeah, that was a, they're teasing a breakup with them. Anyway, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Ford should be the one to turn. And I think oh. Dawkins will, I think Dawkins will be a good, big, powerful baby face that can move around. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that at all. Having switching it up and have Montez turn heel, but I mean, you and me, we met Dawkins a person. He's a great guy, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't treat his character right if he went solo. I, if they did like a whole overhaul and just completely switch it up, I think he has a chance because he's got yeah. the talent. He moves really big for a guy his size. I ain't say it had to be WWE. Oh, true, true. You fucking go to AEW and kill it. That's true. He's got all the talent. But as long as his character is treated right. So, next on my list, we talked about this guy earlier. I got I think he has a big chance of coming to Breakout Star once he gets underneath this Weird ass storyline with Bray Wyatt. I got <laughs> L A Knight. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I just, I just like this character because when I first started watching wrestling, yeah, I was watching a lot of uh, Impact with the Matt Hardy uh, broken whatever universe. Yeah, L A Knight just popped off my screen. I mean, he's got the all the built-in things to make himself a big. Uh, face of the company he's got the the facts of life show in his back pocket if they want to bring that back that the dummy button yeah i mean he's got a chance once he gets done with this uh bray Wyatt series uh to get on another level as far as his character goes and being over with the fans but like one thing i've been hearing in like all of these podcasts and radio shows have been copycats is like oh he's stealing too much uh the rock or stone cold and like i've heard a, a few podcasts like I didn't even put those two together. Do you do you hear like that in his inflection or The Rock, I can see the Rock thing, but I mean he was on the Rock's fucking reality TV show. Uh what the fuck was the name of that show? Something Hero. Ah, I can't think of the name of it. It was like the Rock's first TV show that he had. He was the host of it. And you had to like do all these uh, what do you call it? Where you go out and you got to find scavenger hunt type shit. And... Oh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a bunch of shit like that. L.A. Knight was on there. He had, he like had long life. he had long hair. He was like, I'm a pro wrestler and I want to do all this. He was on that show and now he's fucking wrestling. Because I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, where did I know this motherfucker from? And eventually I Googled it and there it was. Yeah, I mean, you can't help how your voice sounds. I don't really see him trying to copy those two like that. I mean... Yeah. Everybody's influenced a little bit of the attitude era, but I think he's doing a good job of being his own person. But yeah, he's on my list. Who you got? I just I had Gigi Dolan on here, but Ooh, I like that. 
Yeah, I don't think she's going to be a big star. I mean, I, I think she's just a person that everybody likes looking at. But I could be wrong. I, she's got really good star power. She's got a good presence and all that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hometown pick, and I'm going to pick my former Orange Theory coach Ashley Dambois. Ooh, I think I it's like big things pick. for Ashley this year. Um, she's getting out there more. Uh, she's been on AEW a couple times. Obviously, she's gotten squashed, but she was the champion in the promotion up in the Northeast. Uh, every time I see her now, she's flying around wrestling, so people are getting to know her more. She's not hard to look at. She's very likable, um, and she's she's really good in the ring. Like she does some shit in the ring. I'm like, damn, because she used to dance, I think, and she's just really super fucking athletic. So I'm gonna go with Ashley. Kick Gigi Dolan off the list and go with Ashley. I like Epic. I seen a few of her matches on Dark, and she was she's really good in the ring. She's solid. And staying on the AEW tip, I got Sky Blue is a breakout star. I was gonna yeah. pick her. Yeah, I I think because they've been doing a little bit of better job of getting her on TV. You know, she's usually a dark mainstay, but like I've seen her on Rampage and Dynamite. So I think she's got a chance to maybe even like be a challenger for Jade and maybe even get a, a, a TV title match. I don't see her being on a pay-per-view, but yeah. Um, My next pick, I'm going to go AEW's women's division and I'm going to pick Red Velvet. Mm, I actually dig that pick. Yeah, I think uh, I think with her new little attitude change, like she was good when she was doing the whole like red velvet thing, but now becoming a baddie and now like standing up to Jade. I don't know. She just got this. Her trying to look like a badass and like mean now and not smiling and joking. I don't know. There was something about it. I was like, I fucking dig it. And she's good in the ring too. Like, AEW's got a lot of women that are good in the ring, and they just it's like they don't know what to do with them. Been a big knock on AEW. I mean, they only got three hours of TV each week. So. Yeah. But uh, how many is that? Did you? That's four each. I have I have one left. You got one left, and the two that I ha- I'm trying to decide between. I don't even know if they would count as breakout stars because they've both been world champions. Oh, I'm kind of curious to see what those are. But the last on my list is kind of a no-brainer. Solo Sokoa. Mm. Like, like, I feel like they got something big coming up for this kid because if you notice, this, this kid doesn't lose. A, when's the, has he lost a match on the main roster? Not on the main roster, he hadn't. <laughs> so I think they're gonna have something big coming up with as far as the bloodline story. But yeah, I got him. I think he's gonna get a. He's probably gonna get a mid card title run soon. I can see that happening. At least at, by the end of the year, I can see him running with like. The IC belt or the US belt. I mean, he hasn't lost a match yet, so they obviously have something big yeah. planned for him. Every uh, the Usos taking a pin or Sammy taking a pin. You, of course, you ain't gonna see Roman taking a pin, and so far Solo hasn't taken any pins either. So, I feel like he's gonna have a good breakout year. Um, I'll let you pick the number one or number two. Go with number number two. All right. So my number one would have been Will Ospreay. Because mm. I, I know I, Will Ospreay's a star, but he's a star in Japan and on the internet. And a breakout star is like somebody that's going to be just a big time fucking wrestler. And I think this year he will be. I think I think he may wrestle more in America. And I think it could be on 
WWE, not WWE, AEW TV a little bit more than what he did last year. Um, especially this thing with Omega. But that's not who you picked. Excuse me. My other pick is a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. A former Impact World Champion. And a lot of people only know him because of his wife. And now he's a free agent as of January 1st. And I think the national treasure, Nick Aldis, is going to have a really big year this year. Mm, that's a hot take. With which organization? One of the two, one of the top two organizations in North America. I don't know which, but it would be AEW or WWE. I don't think he should go to AEW. And I'm a big AEW fan. Yeah, I yeah. feel. I feel like he. I feel like he kind of regrets not going to AEW right after they uh, formed. He was offered time to go to AEW, and he stayed with T. And I'd love to fucking interview him and ask him about this. Um, I feel like him staying with NWA, I bet he regrets it. Like, putting all his blood, sweat, and tears in, like, the prime of his career. He's wrestling for the NWA because he believed in it. And then Billy just, like, treats him like shit on the way out. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's yeah, I, I bet he regrets that. Um, but it's not too late. Like, fucking look at Cody. Cody left WWE and came back. Um, but, yeah, I, I think going to... But see, if he went to WWE, I don't, I don't know either. Nah. I no, I think if he went to AEW, he'll end up like Brian Cage, and we see what happened with that. I think if he did go to WWE, I wouldn't mind seeing them do like what they did back in the the Black and Gold era, uh, strapping the NXT title on him, and then then bringing him up to yeah the main roster. I was gonna, I was gonna say you think he's too old for NXT, but it's not like it's nah, a fucking elementary nah. school, you know. They had Keith Lee there. Hey, yeah, Nakamura is forty fucking years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. NXT, Finn Balor, but I know they do, they're doing the youth movement over there. But you got to bring that Brown Breaker kid up eventually. I, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with him right now. Like, I feel like he has a so-so run. But yeah, yeah. let Nick Aldis get that belt and then then bring him up to the main roster. I wouldn't mind it. I'm I'm hopeful for uh for this year. My picks and yours are really good too. I really think Solo Sokoa was probably the the best pick out of all of them. I, it was a no brainer, like you said, but I think that was uh I don't know how I didn't even think of that one. But yeah. So that's it, man. First episode of Boot to the Face you've been on. We had yes, uh we had, had a little bit of chat involvement. There was a a few people in here. I think we had like ten people watching. This is gonna come out on Thursday morning on audio podcasts everywhere. Again, go to fullpresscoverage.com Check us out there. Check out all your sporting wants and needs there. EJ, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me at EJ underscore Reed one on Twitter. Also, Reed at eight on Instagram. Hit me up on there. You can find me at I Lift for Whiskey with the number four, even though I'm not drinking whiskey for the rest of the month because I'm not drinking. Sober January, EJ. Um, Ooh, let's see how that goes. <laughs> and then you can check out. Ed Meyer got me fucked up. He said 80 per, which I was going to plug at the end anyway. Check us out on Instagram, boot to the face underscore. Check us out on Twitter at boot to the face. And then our link tree is up at the top. Also link tr.ee slash boot to the face where you can find all of our podcasts, all of our merch, all of our ways to get in touch with us. Um, if you have an iPhone, please go to 
your Apple Podcasts or leave us a rating. Whatever rating you want. I'm not telling you to leave us a five-star rating. I'm telling you to leave us an honest rating and an honest review. And that'll help us out a little bit. Also, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. Me, J-Bomb, and Edmire will be doing 80 Proof. We will be there. That'll be fun. We'll be live. And uh, I need to start cross-promoting. I got several podcasts I need to cross-promote. Hardest working man out there, Chris Rucker. Oh, Edmire said that's where the real talent happens. I feel like that's a shot at me. Because <laughs> I'm on both of them. <laughs> anyway, this has been Boot to the Face. Until next week. Peace. Later. Show man Randy Savage, you are the...